Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You might be very humble people. I just so you know, they were like like oh my gosh they're very respected in the industry this is a this is a great one like you were like a number one choice so I think maybe up your opinion of yourselves guys people like you hi Kirby hi Sarah welcome, welcome to, to Gloss Angeles. Angeles what a week we have for our Glamgelinos we said we were going to give you a treat and now we're giving you two I'm so excited <laughs> big week, big marquee week for Los Angeles over here. So uh, if you have read the title, you may know <laughs> that we have. This is like a, this is a big deal for us. I mean, we obviously love Selena Gomez. Who doesn't love Selena Gomez? But Lauren Conrad, equally in love with Lauren her. Lauren Conrad is like very pivotal in my life. I mean, like, Insane. I watched The Hills. I watched Laguna Beach. I It was like when OC was like the hottest, you know, TV show. I went to my friend's house and would watch this, the OC, every Thursday with my friends. And we all assigned ourselves parts. What to say? I was oh Julie Cooper. For those of you OC fans. <laughs> you were the I mom? I was the mom. Of course I was the fucking mom. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. The hot mom, if you will. Yeah, of course. The hot mom who like didn't really pay attention to Yeah, basically just let her children be complete heathens in Orange County. <laughs> you know what? Like Orange County is so interesting to me because when you think of the OC, you think of the song, right? Like California, Here We Come. You think of like the ocean, yeah. you think of a bunch of rich people, you think it's like this cool California, like laid back tie-dye point of view. Which is literally just a small pocket of A it. small pocket. And then when you actually move, well, for me personally, you grew up there, but like I did not realize like Orange County is like the Texas of California. Oh yeah. Super conservative. I mean, Very conservative. there is that element of like, you know, Newport Beach and, um, you know, part of Laguna. Not actually, actually, Laguna is pretty liberal. But is it? Okay. Yeah. But there's definitely like North Laguna is more conservative than South Laguna. But then there's also like Mission Viejo and Laguna Niguel, all those places. And those are like pretty conservative as well. But yeah, it's just funny to me that like, like I just remember going places and people being like, oh my gosh, you're from Orange County? Like, like that's so cool. And I'd be like, eh, it's kind of boring, actually. It's literally a suburb. Like, yes, we live by the ocean, but like, it's not that cool. All of the shows made it seem like it was like the most epic place. And so obviously, like, MTV capitalized off of the success of the OC. And, and the OC, um, by the way, those that like the beach seat, like, they would film at Fashion Island, which is the big mall. But the beach scenes would be filmed in like um, in Malibu. It wasn't even our beach. Yeah, I mean movie, I mean TV magic there. But 
when Lauren Conrad, Stephen Coletti, and the crew popped onto the scene. I mean, literally the best casting. I, I should have looked up who casted this show. But, like, MTV really knocked it out of the park because... They did. Also, can you imagine, like, being like, let's just try to uh, find a bunch of high schoolers who would whose parents would agree to, like, pimp them out. Oh, my God. We should have asked Lauren about this, like, what her mom was thinking. Because I can guarantee you if... Well, Janet. Janet's a momager. She would have been all in. She'd be like, my daughter, a star on the TV. Yes. <laughs> I don't know, though. It's, like, so uncomfortable, especially for, for Lauren, because she was a senior at the time. Like, you're trying to focus on getting into college and, like live your life and then having it all filmed oh my gosh but maybe maybe because she was a senior she was she was a senior yeah because Kristen was a junior she was younger oh oh yes 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 oh my god this dynamic wow we we really need to like dissect the dynamic of like the older versus the younger girls in high school because I swear to god the older girls at my high school were demons they were so effing rude they were horrendous they were like really truly just the meanest people so shout out to Georgetown high school class of 04 I hope y'all are nicer now they're not they're not (laughs) just kidding (laughs) they're not Laguna Beach was just monumental in my life and really I spent my days in Texas like dreaming of ways to get to California like okay what like what can I do should I leave like should I just graduate high school and move to LA like don't go to college my parents weren't letting that happen unfortunately of course um and then when I was in college like I remember so truly hating this one internship I had my junior year at an advertising agency mostly because my bosses were also the devil incarnate. I would email people in LA, like in California, asking them for advice on like how to enter the entertainment industry. And all of them were super receptive and like really flattered that me, like a college junior, reached out to them and would like spend like 30 minutes to an hour with me on the phone. And it's like the only reason I even felt like that might be attainable for me was because I saw people like Lauren Conrad. Like even though she lived here, even though she grew up here, like it was like, totally okay, Lauren Conrad can do it. She seems like my kind of girl. I think I can do this. For me specifically, like I knew I wanted, I had, you know, I wanted to get into fashion. And then so I was like, oh, okay. So like my life is literally like LC's, like I can do it. I'm from Orange County. I, you know, so I'm like, oh, this is great. I'll get it. I'll easily get an internship at Teen Vogue, which, okay, no, because. First of all, all of those internships were in New York. And for whatever reason, there was like two spots for her and Whitney, which obviously they created for the show. Oh, my God. Um, But I mean, I had yeah, I had two really great editorial internships in college that I would drive down from Santa Barbara um, to do my junior year. And. It was like it was it was super fun and I got to do a lot of great things, but it was not glamorous like Elsie's. But there was always the dream. There was the dream. The Natasha Bedingfield playing, you know, as I was driving down the 101 in my red bug. Oh my God, you had a bug. You had a fucking I bug. I love it. With this a little, is so the Daisy Holder. This is like so early millennium. Like I just the flashbacks. Like like you know on TikTok when it's like like I'm gonna show you something that's gonna trigger a memory and it's like a what would Jesus do bracelet or something and you're like oh my god I haven't thought about this in like ten years like literally a red bug that just reminds me of like 
Mandy Moore's candy Mandy video. Moore. I know, yes. I know. Oh my God. I just, wow. Thank you for bringing this back into my life. <laughs> Little Sarah Tan was- driving her red bug. Was it a convertible? No, I wanted a convertible. My mom's like, that's too dangerous. <laughs> I had a convertible, Sarah. You I had did. a convertible. See, Jana was really cool. Jana really just was always doing the most. But my um, mom's like, nope, it's got to be a hard top in case you flip over. I mean, listen, <laughs> I, I'm actually shocked I like was a great driver from the from the jump. Uh, I learned to drive in a Ford Excursion, which is like literally a boat. It's like an eight-seater. Oh my God. I know. Wild effing times. We should just have a whole episode about like early millennium and life at that point. Because beauty was very important. So important. Like I was just I on that panel for Allure with Jess Cruel and yep. we the whole topic was like beauty evolution um and what we all looked like in two thousand in the two thousands and it my, <laughs> my explanation was basically like I did not care like the damage that I was doing to my hair like you know <laughs> the the quality of the products that I was buying because I had no money I was just like you know, wet and wild eyeliner all over my eyes, like bronze, like to oblivion. I was oh, so orange. Oh, oh my God. Even though I'm like already tan. See, I think at some point I stopped wearing eyeliner like after ninth grade because I had read in Allure that it was like bad to like put it all over your eyeball. So I was like, okay, I'm not wearing eyeliner anymore. So if you look at... Yeah, which I sh- also should not have done because my eyes are so re- small as is. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's gonna, it's gonna make it look bigger. Let me just like do this giant black line. Sometimes you know the the, the thinking that you have at yeah. that age. But, but see, this is like this is what Elsie Lauren Conrad brings out in in us, but in probably so many other women our age, totally. or just you know what I Nostalgia. mean. Nostalgia. Like she's a Nostalgia. very special person. She's very important. Okay, like I don't need to explain <laughs> this anymore. And we were like, okay, if when you guys listen to us with Selena, we were composed. Like we were yeah. like we were very composed. Profesh. Profesh. Like we were trying to make her feel good and like make her feel calm and happy because like I was actually talking to somebody about this. Um I compare Selena to like the Britney Spears of like the younger generation. Oh my god. Yeah. I got um messages from my younger cousins in the Philippines who were like oh my God, I've looked up to Selena, you know, all my life. Which I'm like, yeah, you you actually have. Just yeah. the way that you, you know, idolized Britney growing up. She really is like the the Britney of, of this, like, not, th- I say this generation, but it's like, I guess, younger millennials. Because we're considered old millennials at this point at 33. Right. She's definitely younger millennial. Yeah, l- younger millennial, like older Gen Z, I guess you could say. But like with Lauren... <laughs> so we interviewed Lauren before we interviewed Selena. And so when we went into Selena, Sarah and I are texting each other going, okay, we got to have more composure with <laughs> Selena. Like we got to like pull it together. Okay. Because we truly geeked out when Lauren logged on to the chat. We were like, oh my God. I was like grinning like an idiot. And then we also couldn't see her because her video wasn't working or it wasn't on. And so it was this Kirby and me being like, Big all smiles. I know. So she was seeing us. And at one point, I think I asked, like, Lauren, can you see me? Like, (laughs) Yeah, she's like, yeah. She's like, I can see. But we were so giddy. And I think 
it really is like maybe she hates constantly being right. tied to like this reality show from when she's a kid but to to that point like I always say this like it's never a bad thing to have a positive memory associated with you because Lauren has uh, an incredible portfolio of brands that she has founded and have been successful not just for like a year or two for like yeah. literally a decade I mean she's been in Kohl's for what seems like forever we talked about this um in a previous episode when we mentioned she launched Lauren Conrad Beauty like the beauty department was an essential yeah. part of digital beauty and publishing mm-hmm. at that point and they really created like the landscape and the templates for how people saw uh tutorials in photo sets you know what totally, I mean totally and I actually was just on the Lauren Conrad beauty website and there is a, a link where you're like uh able to to see what what else she's working on and then it goes to Lauren Conrad like dot com or whatever and it is literally her empire like it's like here's clothes you know fashion beauty kids books then she has little market like she is yeah. doing the damn thing like she has her hand in every single pocket which is why we we're like wow I can't believe it took you so long to launch beauty and she will talk about that she'll talk about why it took her this long um and you know not not, not really by her own choice um which I think is really interesting right. but um before we get into our interview with one Lauren Conrad, which by the, okay, before we talk about the products tonight, we just give a quick shout out to her husband, William Tell, because, oh my God, just the sweetest man, freaking angel. He was like doing all her audio stuff and like making sure she was set up and sounded really good. And like, they have a little like <laughs> makeshift studio they like uh, from a closet that they made. And he was like all excited to help her. And then what were yeah. they calling each other? Like they were calling each other sweetheart. Oh my god! It was I. I went out. <laughs> I went out into the living room after that, and I was like, I told Patrick, I'm like, you don't call me anything endearing. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he was like, what? I was like, you don't call me like babe or sweetie. What does he call you? He doesn't call me anything. He calls me Kirby. He He's never like, hey babe, <laughs> hey sweet, really, hey honey, and I'm like what is what I'm like I call you Babus and he's like you call everybody Babus I'm like no that's not true that is not true Babus is that's not true your name I've given you Babus it's been bestowed upon you literally like my mom is mamas my brother's baby dumb Sarah's baby dumb <laughs> you know it's because Kirby's such a great name and look it it's almost like its own nickname because there aren't very many Kirby's but yeah you should give sweetheart a go Patrick See how that goes. I hope you cash that check that Patrick just <laughs> sent you because you're not convincing me. So Kirby and I were geeking out and we were like, oh my gosh, Lauren, like, thank you so much for coming on. We can't believe that we got you. And then she was the one who was like, ladies, you're selling yourself too short. They were pitching me, you guys, as like the podcast that I have to get on. Um, when she said that, our mouths dropped open. <laughs> Truly, I was like, "Oh yeah, right." That's we're right. like, "Oh yeah, yeah." We're we're like very official people. <laughs> Thanks, but wasn't that wasn't that so sweet? It of was her? literally the nicest thing that she could have said. Lauren's publicist, Nicole is one of the best publicists in the entire business, and she's worked with Lauren for a pretty long time. And when I first moved to LA I was you know like I told you working at 
uh, a airbrush tanning salon for a while. Then I was a manager at Frederick Fakai on Melrose Place. And then I got a phone call that there was a publicity firm in entertainment that was looking for like a front office assistant, like at the front desk. So basically I was like rolling calls, answering phones, and then taking care of like office necessities, which included like sorting people's mail and like delivering packages and delivering the papers. You know, Lauren used to uh, be with Nicole at this agency and that's how I met Nicole and I mean like Nicole literally was worked with like every human being on the planet she's like a very well respected uh, publicist and she started her own company and like now she's obviously working with Lauren still so that's a really long relationship to have I love that it's a good full circle moment too like if you guys are thinking like yeah why would I take a certain job like you you shouldn't go into it thinking like this isn't fitting the mold that I want it to fit it should be like what opportunities could come from this because absolutely it has truly working at Rogers and Cowan really has helped uh in my like journalism career and hosting career frankly I always like when people ever ask for like career advice or whenever you know we're asked to be on panels about careers like and you know they always ask like what's your one piece of advice and it's like mine is always like be nice to people like Mm -hmm. no matter what yep from the very beginning of your career because you never know when you'll meet that person again oh my god because we all grow like you know some of us grow faster than others but we all end up you know still working in the same industry 10 years later and yeah so then Kirby's like oh my god Nicole great yeah when they we when we heard who was you know doing Lauren's press I was like oh my god it's Nicole we should reach out and you know see if if she's doing interviews so if you guys are looking for a job or looking to break into a certain industry like don't be above taking jobs that just because it doesn't look like the perfect job that you want like literally you got to weigh the benefits for everything I think that's what holds a lot of people back anyways let's talk about the products so yes first things first Lauren Conrad Beauty launched with the lipstick the eyeliner Mm -hmm. There is a lip and cheek pot. There is a like luminizer, which is great. Uh, a gloss. Yep. Anything I'm missing? I think that's it. It was a very small but complete launch. Liquid eyeliner, lipstick, lip and lip and cheek tint, and the liquid highlighter. Yeah. So it's a very curated collection of products. This is all under thirty dollars. You've heard us talk about the lipstick in particular because I think like out of the entire line, the selling point really is this lipstick. Lauren will talk to you about like the point of differentiation there, but it's one hundred percent recyclable. Mm-hmm. So. You know, if you are looking for lipstick that's literally like as sustainable as it can be. Totally. You can pick that up. Mm -hmm. We both love Shell. Yep. All of the colors are great, especially being, um, so the entire line is eco-friendly, using clean ingredients, vegan, certified clean, PETA approved, ethically sourced, which is very much in line with, you know, Lauren Conrad who she is as as a person and a brand but it can be difficult to create a super pigmented lipstick or any you know product um that 
looks good, feels good, and actually, you know, works. And so I think that's why both of us were really um, impressed with the lipstick. Totally. Same with the eyeliner. I really like the the eyeliner. I really love the eyeliner. My one note for the eyeliner is because it's not like a felt tip, it's the brush tip. There is a little bit of inkiness that ends up like covering the rim. Yeah, so you have to clean it up. So you have to clean it up. And I feel like maybe with time, like they might fix fix that a little bit. But also, um, I think it's probably more noticeable because of the component color. It's not like black. Totally. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That eyeliner, just it glides so beautifully. And it doesn't pill like if you want to add a few layers of it it, you don't have to worry about it like Mm -hmm. I hate it when I'm doing this is what happened with Stila's stay all day liquid liner that was like my number one favorite liquid liner and I don't know if they changed the formula or what happened but like when I would use it like the last time I used it I would apply and I felt like it wasn't as dark as it used to be so then I would go over it and then it would start like literally pilling on my eye and like rolling. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. That's that's why I really appreciated hers because you can really be precise and create like, you know, go slow if you want and create the perfect little wing without having to worry about, yeah, it pilling or looking gross totally and then starting all over again exactly so she did a great job this is very in line with like lauren conrad enterprises as a whole <laughs> it, it is very clean focused like marketing wise you, you you guys know like sarah and i are not necessarily like anti-chemicals like we think that there are things like surfactants and emollients and things that are are chemicals that are necessary to certain products so we're not nece- we're not you know anti mm-hmm. <laughs> chemicals in this space but I do think this type of marketing lends itself well to her brand because of the sustainability factor it's like if you are going to have a completely recyclable product you probably should be thinking about mm-hmm. like what ingredients you want to include and things like that so Right. And also, I think it um, definitely uh, is appropriate for her fan base and like the aesthetic of like a very natural glow, natural beauty sort of look. Um, And these products will definitely help you achieve that. So if you were going to pick like the one product to try, who what would you tell people to pick up? (sighs) It'd be a toss up between the lipstick and the liquid eyeliner. Same, but you have to pick one. Fine. Okay. Uh, I know that you'll you're you're gonna pick the lipstick, so I'll say liquid eyeliner. Okay, fine. You could have said the lipstick too. We can be twins. It's fine. Okay. I I really liked the lip and cheek tint, but unfortunately, I I need them to come out with a deeper shade. Yeah, it's a very even on me. It's a very like it's pretty light. It's pretty light. It's it's like a little tint of of mm. color. And I was actually wondering that, like, do they have another shade? They don't have any other shades of it. No, it's just available in Peony, but I'm sure that they'll, they'll add on to it because it's only one shade. So, anyways, Lauren Conrad is our guest. <laughs> she just brings out such joy, joy in the both of us. Joy, we're um, you know, we're really happy for her, and we hope that you enjoy this interview. If you do, you can join us on GlossAngelesPod.com, 
We're breaking into editorial, y'all. Yes, we are. We've got some posts coming. So if you are looking for beauty recommendations, if you are looking to search past episodes, we have all of our episodes labeled under different tags. So if you're looking for something specifically with like eczema or Selena Gomez or, you know, beauty review, whatever it is, um, you can search that on the site and it'll populate all of our episodes accordingly. And follow us. We're on Twitter and Instagram, Los Angeles Pod, and Facebook. We have our lovely Facebook group. You can also comment on our posts on the website, which brings me immense joy. You can comment and you can also contact us. You can, you know, if you have a question or a, a suggestion for an episode, there is a, a space there that you can just, you know, type in your little comment and click and we'll get it. Go straight to our inbox. All right. The rest is not unwritten because we already recorded it so take it lauren <laughs> blue jean baby l.a lady seamstress for the band all right everyone i sarah and i are just grinning like idiots we're so excited <laughs> We're just giggly. Um, Lauren Conrad is on Los Angeles today. Hi, Lauren. Welcome. Thank you. Hi. Thanks for having me. It's a pinch me moment. Uh, it's so crazy hearing your voice <laughs> because, you know, Sarah and I are your age. We feel like we literally grew up with you um, and we've been following your career since before we even had our own careers. So it's just it's a really special moment for us. So thank you for taking the time out of your day to join us on the pod. Of course. Happy to be here. Okay. So before we get into the juicy stuff, we like to do a segment called What's, What's on, on Your face? face? Yes. And <laughs> every week we talk about products that we're testing, products that we love, um, that we're reviewing. So we're curious, what are you wearing? Like one product now. And then if you were on the podcast, say 10 years ago, what would be the product you might most consistently say you were wearing? Okay. Um, okay. So the product I'm wearing the most these days, I, I'm not wearing a ton of makeup day to day unless I have a bunch of Zoom calls. But I, the thing that I'm using the most is uh, a lip and cheek tint. I like it. I just kind of keep it on my desk even just to like touch up if I'm like not wearing any makeup and I just like need something quick to give a little color to my face. So that's the thing I'm wearing the most right now. And 10 years ago, were there podcasts 10 years ago? <laughs> There were. Well, I'm saying yes. Like the early aughts. <laughs> yes, the there early were. aughts. Uh, gosh, 10 years ago is so when I was 24. Oh, Pro I mean, just probably lots of eyeliner. Always. Daily. Okay, so Kirby and I, you know, obviously we were saying we've been following you and watching you for so long. You came into the spotlight when you were pretty young. You were in high school. How did being on TV at such a young age affect and like define your idea of beauty? I think you have to look at your own face a lot when you're on television. So I I was, you know, it, I think when you're young, makeup is sort of like a trial and error thing. I mean, we didn't have this whole like YouTube universe of people explaining to us how to apply different products. And we were all kind of figuring it out ourselves. I was like looking at my friends, seeing what they were doing. Unfortunately, a lot of my missteps were documented. And so like I look back and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> but I I think I honestly just like had to see myself a lot and kind of figure out what worked and what didn't. You're so right, because I feel like 
with like my Facebook photos from college, I have like oh. I deleted all of them. I saved them, of course, because I, you know, <laughs> I want to remember. But I was like, God forbid anyone sees what my brows looked like when I was in college because I did not do them. And it was a tragic time. No one has great brows like 10, 15 years ago. I just got sent. Like, Wasn't a, a thing. No. Well, I just don't think a much much attention was paid to them like no one ever told me I needed to like brush my brows daily or like maybe do a little filling in like it didn't even occur to me well we we still thought you were fabulous and very cute so um (laughs) we were reading about your line Lauren Conrad Beauty and you mentioned that um it's been years in the making and I think all of your fans and followers probably feel like you know, they've been waiting for this for so long. Um, why did you feel like now was the right time to launch it? That's a very good question. And it's actually, I, I agree, it's it's probably like one of the biggest things I've been told or asked is kind of like, why didn't you do this a while ago? And the answer is, I've been trying to do this for a really long time, but I wanted to make sure I did it properly. And I, I started this process more than once Um and just wasn't happy with where I was getting. I felt like I had to compromise in areas I wasn't willing to. And I had to find a partner that was going to create the products that I wanted. I wanted them to look a certain way. I wanted them to be, you know, ethically sourced and vegan and um, all of the above. And I wanted to do it at an accessible price point because, I mean, you can make beautiful products, but if people can't afford them, then it's, you know, that's not ideal. So it really came down to me just finding the right situation and partner. And when I say I've been trying to do this for years, I, I truly mean I've been trying to do this for like a decade. So I've been working on this specific line for about two years. Two, oh, sorry. William's telling me it's two and a half. I think it's about two. I love that Will, William is chiming in. Oh, like I'm the, sorry. Yeah. My, I'm sorry. No, my, my husband, I should clarify. My husband, William, is here helping me record because I don't know how to do this. And he's also, a, you know, a very important role in the creation of this line. So um, we stand, William. He's like that half a year counts. I was yeah, there. He's, yeah. He's counting every day. <laughs> Um, so I'm curious, you know, we're in a global pandemic. What worries did you have about launching amidst, you know, our new normal? Oh, man. Um, well, first, I should start with uh, this was not the original launch date. <laughs> the original launch date was in the beginning of this year. And for so many reasons, we obviously couldn't do that. Um, you know, when you're putting together a makeup line like we did, there are um formulas and components and packaging and all of these things that are kind of made all over the world. And obviously, as as a, a world, we were dealing with different things at different times and different places. So it was um, it was a puzzle. It was a challenge. We had to get really creative. Um, we had to accept that we were going to have to change some things. You know, some packaging had to change. That was fine. But, um, you know, we, we got there. It was like every day we would wake up to something, though. We were like, oh, gosh. <laughs> so we were really excited to finally launch it. As beauty editors, we are so focused on sustainability within the beauty industry. We know that there is excess in this industry. And I think one thing that Sarah and I both really respect about uh, Lauren Conrad Beauty is, you know, uh, the fully recyclable lipstick component, which I think is really important. Um, I love that this week, this is kind of timely, but you told somebody online that um, you were joking that you sent him, James Charles, uh, empty, what was it? Sugarcane bio resin. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I, I, I absolutely freaking loved that response. Thank you. 
Also, just to interject, if you need interns to help you pack your mailers, Kirby and I are available. <laughs> I don't, why is Lauren Conrad packing I, her own mailers? Well, okay. So for two reasons. One, I I have a habit of taking on more than I should. It's just, it's a bad habit. But I was like, oh, I can do that. No problem. Um, and the other thing is like, this is a smaller D2C launch. And like I said before, we were trying to do something and present it at an accessible price point. And along with that comes, you know, a lot of hands-on work. And I mean, I don't, I'm sure you guys know in the industry when you're paying a PR company to do a bunch of gifting and all of that, it is wildly expensive. And so I said, oh, I'll just handle it. Clearly not qualified, <laughs> but um, I, I, I love it. And I, your response to all that was literally perfect. I think if and if anything, it just made people want to know more about your brand in general. So um, on that note, can you dive a little bit uh, into sustainability and why that was so important to your brand and like what it really takes as a beauty brand to get to that level? Sure. So uh, sustainability was really important to me and it was on my list kind of when I was when I was going into this relationship. I said, this is important. I want this to be a priority for us. So um And you guys, I'm sure, have all the information, but all of the cartons we use are uh, tree-free, made from sugarcane. You know, we use the (laughs) sugarcane biotin – or wait, am I saying it wrong? Sugarcane biotin – bioresin. Sorry. Killing it. (laughs) Uh, Tubes. And I wanted every piece to be a piece you could recycle. So – because we knew that going in, instead of typically uh, you would kind of design the look and feel of a line and then some pieces are custom, some are, um, you know, you're using available pieces depending on minimums that you're that you're dealing with. So we really designed into each individual piece and chose uh the best option for that piece. So there were certain things like the lipstick lipstick tube, which we got really lucky because the um, manufacturer that we went to said, "Oh my gosh, this is uh, this is new. This is great. Like you guys can be first to market with it." And we were so excited. Um, but yeah, and then we also followed up with that. Obviously, on on the website, I said, you know, it kept coming down to like, okay, you can make it recyclable, but also you need to provide them with the information to do so. And so we did step by step on the website, kind of how to how to break down and recycle each piece. Mishaps come with the territory. Like you're a brown a brand founder, uh, many many times. So. Uh, what would you say is like the biggest mistake you made with this particular brand that you learned from? I don't know that we had like any horrible missteps. Again, this year brought a lot of challenges and we had to deal with them as we went along. So um, it wasn't that it was like a smooth ride. It was just that there wasn't something that I could look back on and say, oh my gosh, we should not have totally. done that. That was I awful. I wonder, like, I'm just um, curious, like, how how does creating a beauty brand differ than maybe a fashion line? There's just a lot of different factors. And also, you know, I've been, I've been doing apparel for so long. It's it's such a simple process to me now. You know, you obviously, you're you're picking fabrication and you're designing into a style there's a fitting obviously a lot more goes into it than that but it's just kind of like you know there's less steps I guess and it takes less time you know you do a fitting you wear test a garment for a day or two and you're done but like with a product you want to wear that on your skin for weeks you want to make sure you feel really good about it you want to adjust formulas Um, it's just a really it's it's a much longer process one of the products that we are super excited about and we want to talk about is your eyeliner 
Um, we obviously know you are known for your winged eyeliner, and so we're sure that when it came time to making this, you wanted to make it as perfect as possible for you and like what you like in an, in an eyeliner. Um, so can you tell us like what makes this eyeliner like the perfect Lauren Conrad eyeliner? Thank you so much. So I had, there's been like a couple eyeliners that I've liked. Um, nothing I found where I'm just like, this is it. But, and they keep getting discontinued too. I had like one eyeliner that was from like 10 years ago that I like ended up buying them off of eBay and keeping them in my refrigerator until they were just completely gone. And now they're off. They're, they don't exist anymore. <laughs> but I, I, I wanted an eyeliner with a brush tip. I wanted a thin formula because... I don't know how you guys do it, but I'm not like one of those people that can just like really quickly apply mm -hmm. it. I like take a moment. I'm evening it totally. out. Some formulas, which are really, really dark, um, and you get that black, black line, but they're too thick. Like when you're applying a few times, they like build up and become like almost like a raised line and then they'll peel off. So, um, so yeah, so I wanted a, a thin brush. I wanted a lightweight formula. I wanted it to be black. I wanted it to stay all day. Kirby's wearing it. I'm wearing it and I love it. It really is. I'm not just saying this because you're good. on the podcast, but it really is one of my favorite eyeliners now. I love the brush tip. I think it's so smart. Initially when I saw it, I was like, oh, it's felt. But then when I started moving it on my skin, I was like, wait a minute here. I mm -hmm. see some little hairs going on. <laughs> and it is such a deep, dark black, which I think is also really important. So you, you did good. Lauren, you did good. Thank you. We went through we we went through some different versions and I've been wearing that one gosh, at least 6 months, probably longer. But yeah, I'm I'm really really happy with how it turned out. I just that was like number 1 on my list. I was like we just have to nail this. Can you share some secrets or tips for perfecting the cat eye? For those of us who are still challenged. Of course. I mean, I always start a little thinner than I want to and then build up. Otherwise, it just, it's a real dramatic look. <laughs> um, and I, I try not to be too precious about it. Like I, you know, I just drag it along my lash line. I do one and then just try and match the other. My, uh, my eyeliner looks different every single day. And honestly, the two eyes rarely match. I think that once you apply mascara, like it blends it a bit. So... I would just say don't stress too much over it and just practice. I agree with that. Uh, we're about to get into a speed round, but before we do that, I'm curious, is there anything for Lauren Conrad Beauty that you can't see your brand making? Like it would just be off limits because it's not something that you personally would want to create or use? I think anything that... Hmm, let me think about this. I don't know if it's like a specific product. I think it's more of like a look. I definitely created this brand for people who wanted to wear like a slightly lighter amount of makeup. I know it's very much a trend right now. And when I'm watching all of these videos, I mean, these people are artists when they're just like putting on so much makeup, but they're completely unrecognizable. Um, so I really wanted to create a line that could basically elevate the way you look, but you could still look like you feel like you just like you know, just feel pretty. I think that this is a really great brand for someone who during Corona times, like we're on Zoom <laughs> all the time, if they just want to freshen up their appearance before Zoom or a mm -hmm. phone call, I have to say that I love the lip gloss. I'm I don't need Lauren, can you see me? by the way. Yes, I can see you look fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is unfair. I didn't know I was going to get to see you and you couldn't see me. Oh my God, sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, I was just like, I'm holding stuff up and I hope that she can see that I'm no, doing I can this. Totally I'm such a you. loser. Uh, but I have to say, so I love the eyeliner, but I think my standout favorite just right out the gate has to be the lipstick in Shell. 
It is the perfect like pinky nude for my skin tone and it just is like and then poppy is good for my skin tone so you really yeah chef's kiss so good so good just so you know i know we can't see each other but you and i have like the exact same face on right now i'm also wearing shell and i'm also wearing a liquid eyeliner when you popped up i was like oh same i like just finished my makeup (laughs) yeah and but i also really love poppy i spent a long time trying to get that red i wanted a red that wasn't too cool wasn't too warm and it would just flatter the most um you know the most skin types and and shades and just I wanted one that was really easy to wear just felt like a very traditional like classic red yeah nailed it all right let's do our speed round so Lauren we're just going to go through a bunch of you know random questions some beauty related and say the first thing that comes to mind or you know the first sentence that comes to mind yeah you can answer one word or elaborate okay Um, okay first question the makeup product you were most obsessed with in high school a black pencil eyeliner. Like around? Did you also line it underneath? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it went everywhere. Sarah and I <laughs> had, you know, a whole discussion about this a couple weeks ago. Like, oh, no. why is it a rite of passage for teenage girls to just get the blackest coal eyeliner and shove it in their eyeball like, and just like the water make the whole raccoon eye? Oh, yeah. Everywhere. I like that wet and wild black. It was so good. It went on so smooth. And it was so long. <laughs> it lasted you forever. <laughs> yes. Oh, and I would use it all. I would use it down to like it was like an inch. Lo- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We kind of touched on this, but do you have any makeup regrets? Yeah. So many. I just recently did something where they did like a throwback and they sent me all these photos of myself and it was it was a lot. Honestly, I think eyebrows were probably the worst part of most of those looks. But you are obviously not alone. Like you said, this was just the, a thing yeah. that we neglected. Yeah, it made me feel a little bit better, but like they were really bad. (laughs) Plus, your brows look amazing now, and I hope that in the future you come out with some sort of brow product. Yeah, that's very nice. We we will. (gasps) Yes, love to hear it. Great. Okay, um, you have amazing skin. What is your favorite skincare product? Can be current or all time. Thank you. Uh, My favorite skincare product is. I, morning and night, put a um, vitamin C oil on my skin, and I, I'm anything with vitamin C, like brightening, I really love. Um, I have a lot of uh, melasma, like discoloration on my skin, so I'm just anything that brightens, I'll, I'll take. And um, I'm, I'm really a big fan of, of oils. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm in my 30s now, and I'll take anything that's gonna help hydrate. Lauren, uh, there's a great new vitamin C oil that just launched from Mara Beauty. And okay. it's it's literally like uh, vitamin C encapsulated in an oil. I feel like it would be totally oh, your jam. You would love it. I have Thank melasma you. and I'm loving it so far. And we're also in our 30s and are drier than we used to be. So we, we love facial oil. <laughs> Great. We're in good company. <laughs> <laughs> like help us. What's your favorite non-Lauren uh, Conrad beauty makeup product? Ooh, that's a good question. Let me think. You know, Honest Beauty does a very nice mascara. Have you tried this? I have. Sarah, you okay. have hair, you have hair extensions. You have eyelash extensions, so you probably haven't tried that mascara. But that one universally, I think people just love. They're really big mm-hmm. fans of it. 
It's good. Yeah, I've never found one that I liked with the um, that's like the primer and the mascara because I always felt like it went on too heavy. But I think yeah. they did a good job. They nailed it. This is a silly but funny one. Um, okay, so you obviously have a lot of theme songs that right. people associate you with um, as being applied to the soundtrack of your life, whether you like them or not. <laughs> Uh, what would you say is like your current theme mm-hmm. song? Oh, that's a great question. The first, honestly, the first song that comes to mind is um, uh, Gaslighter by, I think we're calling them just the chicks now. But And it's only because I love the vibe. It's not because I, <laughs> it's not because I dislike my husband. <laughs> I just like the song. It's like a feel good. It's like a, what did you call it today? This, that makes you stomp. It's a four on the floor song, which I learned. Um, I just love anything right now that just feels like like an anthem that's uplifting, that's like high energy. I feel like we, we need those throughout the day. I feel like it's unfair if if you're in a happy, healthy relationship and you like you still have to you want to appreciate those so- sad love songs and stuff. So you're just going to pretend for a little bit. Yeah, pretend that I hate him. Sorry, William. <laughs> <laughs> I know William's like I'd like to be excluded from this narrative. To, like, I have to be to no, actually, this. to be fair, he played it for me be- first. Okay, so William. I feel like it's okay. And he was like, "This is a really good album." And then now I'm like on repeat and getting annoying with it. It's great. It's such a juicy <laughs> album too because you're trying to read between the lines, and sometimes oh, yeah. you don't even have to. So no, you really don't. Not in this one. <laughs> All right, final question of the speed round is what is the best piece of beauty advice that you would like to offer you know your fans listeners people of the world I think I think it's important to have fun with your beauty routine I think makeup is supposed to be fun and I think a lot of people get overwhelmed with everything that's out there and there's you know all these concerns about what products you're using and have you tried this and you know it just it gets to be a lot but for me like when I sit down in the morning and I take 10 minutes just to do my makeup real quick, like that's me time and I want to enjoy it. And I just, I think that it's, it's almost like a ritual for me. And I would just encourage people to like, it's sort of like the same thing with clothing. Like it becomes a task and it's like, I have nothing to wear. No, no, no. But like at some point we all stopped playing dress up. Like I would just say like, get back to having fun with your makeup. Don't take it too seriously. Like try new things. Um, it's only makeup. Love that. Thank you so, so much for coming on. And we are both like in love with all the products. We can't wait to see what else you're going to come out with. Brow product, maybe a mascara. We'll see. <laughs> Thank you so much. As soon as as soon as we have uh, more coming in, we'll send it right over. <laughs> and again, we're available to help you with your mailers. Oh, thank um, you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, where can our listeners find Lauren Conrad Beauty? Where can they buy it? Sure. It is. It's on laurenconradbeauty.com. We're just, just D to C right now. Everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to Gloss Angeles. You guys, Lauren said where you can find Lauren Conrad Beauty, go to her website and check it out. Also, you can find them on social at Lauren Conrad Beauty and find us on social Gloss Angeles Pod on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook. Find us, join our group, talk about Lauren Conrad Beauty in there, your thoughts, what you bought, and we will see you next week. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, Fresh. 